you said we, we wanted to touch back on yeah so meeting people and travel yeah and so i wanted to say like actually that's that's something that i feel like we could do even right now and uh like a really good friend of mine uh, i was going to college in santa barbara i went to community college out there for a bit and in my spanish class i had a guy from sweden and uh, we just hit it off like super cool dude and i don't know i just felt like i wanted to show him like some American traditions and stuff. So it was like right around uh, Thanksgiving time. And I was like, yo, you want to, you want to come over and have like Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. And he was like, what for real? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come over, man. Like we got Turkey, blah, blah. He's meet my family. So he was like, Oh hell yeah. Like that, that's dope. You know? So I was like, all right, cool. So like a week leading up to Thanksgiving, he kept asking me, he's like, Hey bro, uh, like, does your family like actually like stand around the table holding hands and like pray? And then uh. like, does your dad like cut the turkey right there? It's like, yeah, kinda. And he's like, oh, that's so cool because they're like ninety five percent like atheists in Sweden, right? Uh, you know, so oh, like, no shit. yeah. So he was like, oh, this is crazy. Like, this is gonna be such an experience. And like, not only that, America is like the most, I wouldn't like influential, but in a in the way that we just like promote ourselves so much, like. Hollywood, you know, the movies, the music, the basketball, like all the sports, like mm-hmm. we're everywhere. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And like people have that idea about us, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like everything he was asking me was like those old hometown movies of like the dad, like cutting the Turkey with the sweater and all, you know, yeah. like all that, you know? So, um, it was pretty cool though. I brought him over. It was the first time I ever had Turkey and, uh, he was loving it, dude. Like it was super cool. And then on the other side of that, I went out and visited him in Sweden uh-huh. And he showed me around. It's super cool. Did you uh, did you share any traditions with him out there in Sweden, or you just showed yeah. up at it? Yeah, yeah, no, That's no, awesome. yeah. He he, like his whole family was super like they they loved us already. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I was really nice to you. So like, we're gonna show you a good time. And uh, like one night, went over, had some food there, and they had typical like Swedish dishes. You know, and uh, one thing was like schnapps. They drink a lot of schnapps out there, so had some schnapps. And what is schnapps? It's a liqueur. Yeah, it's like a a, a liquor. A, I don't, I don't really know what kind, but okay. yeah, just like a, they're hard liquor kind of. Yeah. Like America's Jack Daniels. Yeah, something of the sort. I, I would think. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I, I don't think bad. it's like super super strong. You <laughs> know, I, I I probably wouldn't put it over like twenty percent. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, mm, dude, it's, it's, um, a, it's like water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an IPA, yeah. bro. It's a double IPA. That's all it is. Um, but yeah, that's cool. But dude, they love uh, they love caviar. But and, and that sounds mm. like cool. But they have um, these tubes with caviar that's like like a paste, right? Uh-huh. That stuff is like, that's got some stank on it, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's salty. Stank? And yeah, like uh, they put it on like hard-boiled eggs. Okay. And so I tried it. Like I tried everything. And uh, it was all right. But like I didn't go back for seconds. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was cool, though. They, they, they gave us like a bunch of other, uh, some kind of like a fish uh, that was like, I think fermented or something mm-hmm. a little bit or, or, or in some kind of like a, like a brine, you know, and oh, okay. yeah, but it was cool. We went, we went, uh, up to Stockholm and then, uh, that's the capital. Then we went South to Malmo, which is, uh, at the very bottom. It's like really close to Denmark. And, uh, he had his grandparents there. So uh, with them. what was the weather like when you're out there? We went in summer. So it was super nice. It was like, you know, uh, actually it got down at night, at least into like the low fifties. Like it still uh-huh. get kind of chilly, but then, uh, it would go up to about like I think the hottest day was like 78, 79, oh, which is like okay. perfect. You yeah, know, like that sunny. Beautiful. Yeah, but usually, uh, I mean, their winters are crazy, dude. Like yeah. my, my buddy's always sending me videos of him like scraping snow off of his windshield. He's like, dude, come on, Sweden. Dude, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Now that you have a little bit more experience traveling, do you take into consideration the seasons? 
Um, mm. uh, because, I mean, this is yeah. it's so funny that I didn't even know this, but of course it's not going to be the same season all over the right, world. Right, yeah. I didn't realize this yeah. until a couple of years ago. Yeah. I'm like, well, no shit. Yeah. So when, you know, say you leave here in April and it's starting to warm up here, yeah. are you already considering like, oh, wherever I'm going is probably in a different... Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely a factor, although being the cheap ass that i am it's like usually the ticket so yeah. it's like whatever the like cheapest ticket that fits in my time frame is like that's when i'm going yeah you know yeah, yeah. so uh <laughs> yeah cheap if you're traveling the world bro i'd say intelligent with thank you spending. man thank yeah. you <laughs> yeah. uh yeah yeah i mean you have to be like honestly like shout out to skyscanner i use that yeah, yeah, for yeah. all of my thank you man i use that for all of my flights uh you can like see a whole month and mm-hmm. you can put any place in the world and it'll show you like cheapest days uh flew to like sweden for like thank you man uh like 500 us uh round trip i mean that's crazy it's crazy cheap yeah dude that's awesome yeah um but yeah like for example uh we went down to patagonia in argentina and Mm -hmm. that's literally the reverse of our seasons you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so uh while it was winter in the u.s we were down in patagonia and it was like summertime out there which Patagonia is still pretty freaking cold, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's cool. Summertime and it's like December. Yeah. 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 Dude. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. That's so cool, man. Shameless plug. I just learned that Patagonia was a real place and not just a brand. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) After reading the book, uh, when people go surfing by, you know, Yvonne Shurnard or something like that, the the creator of Patagonia, Uh I guess it was just a really good hiking place and you know, they make up all that hiking gear. Yeah. Actually, Good the know. you know the logo, how it's like a mountain range. Yeah, that's uh the Fitzroy Mountain, and like I, I went over and like saw that. It was pretty dope. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Did you bring a hat and just kind of compare? Uh, see how, actually, I think how I did I have could... a jacket, and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see you mountains. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag branding. Yeah, that is that is so awesome, man. Dude, yeah. uh, going back into, were you gonna say anything, Cisco? No, nope, you go for it. Going back to uh, what we were talking about previously about um um meditation and yoga um i really like what we started talking about during the break uh learning about um because i had shared with you like i have that i have that curiosity for it i Mm -hmm. just haven't really dug into or leaned into that yeah um but you were telling me yoga in a lot of ways is kind of like the first step into um into reaching you know if for layman's term reaching that enlightenment yeah but now that we're, it's getting more scientific and we're starting to understand why the body feels the way it does and and you know you you introduce the subject of releasing dmt into yeah. into like the Our blood into the body. i imagine yeah um yeah that that's so cool you mentioned kundal, uh, kundalini, kundalini yoga. yoga yeah i've heard rogan talk about it yeah but i want to hear you talk about it okay and uh just kind of what it does for you and like how do you practice that okay so Personally, like I haven't really practiced Kundalini too much, so this is just my understanding of it. But uh, Kundalini is instead of mainly doing so, like in a normal yoga class, like you know, you call it like vinyasa or hot yoga or something like that. You're doing a lot of just asanas, which are poses, right? Uh, asanas, asanas, yeah. Okay. So that's literally just translate into pose, like a pose, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got kundalini yoga which is more like you're doing mudras with your hand you know like you know like this or the moksha different like or actually that's moksha um and all those mean something different like this one i think this is the moksha and that's freedom right so that's liberation there yeah um and then you have uh i always forget this one but this just means peace so like Mm -hmm. if you go to and you see like a lot of indian uh like hindu uh statues if ever you see a god doing this it's like it's peace uh 
Shanti. Shanti, I believe it. Well, that's the word is peace. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti Om, you know? Shanti, okay. Shanti Om. Um, but anyways, yeah, so like yoga means unification. So you're unifying with like the creator, the one, the universe, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, so really, there's multiple stages to yoga. Asanas are the very first one because you need to get your body prepped in order to be in a meditative state for a long period of time. Okay. So like for me, I played football, all these different sports, you know, just focus on like building muscle. And now it's the opposite. I'm like, I'm trying to like limber up, be able to sit cross-legged for like four hours, you know, mm. uh, without my legs just completely falling asleep. And uh, <laughs> that happens to me after dude, like eight minutes. <laughs> it's yeah. rough, man. Like I was chilling there, and you're in there for hours. Like I had to stretch out my legs eventually, dude. Like yeah. it's, it's crazy. The guy in the corner is like fucking American. Joe Rogan said you can do this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the guy in India knows Joe Rogan. He's like, Joe Rogan, send me all you peoples. Yeah, it's so funny, uh, dude. That, yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, I'm just gonna shameless plug of like me going to Cal Fullerton and I had to take a yoga class. But same thing, like they would make us sit in these positions, mm-hmm. and in my mind, it's like, bro, I used to sit cross-legged as a kid. Yeah, no big deal. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I'm stuck. Yeah, you know, like yeah. how much of it is uh, health? You know, of like not being able to stretch and reach mm-hmm. there. Um, foods we eat, inflammatories mm-hmm. that make yeah. our bodies ache. Yeah, and now I just start thinking into myself of like, man, Cisco. Get fucking healthy, bro. Cross your legs. Sit there for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all mental too. You and know? I'm so, at a, such a beginner uh, spot where that prevents me from being even able to focus on myself because I'm just like, dude, my legs are so uncomfortable. Right yeah, now. and then your mind's there, right? Go yeah, to yeah. The pain. yeah. And then I realize, yeah. okay, you're at the beginner stage. You have to like get right. through this in order to. But um, yeah, I mean, I haven't had enough discipline to to really jump into that. Yeah, but that's awesome. Sometimes though, if you're also having just such a hard time staying in a seated pose, like. It, it it comes to a point where it's like if it's really distracting you so much, find something more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like lean against a wall, uncross your legs, maybe even lay down. You know, um, just anything to kind of like allow you to go longer than even just like that first ten minutes. You know, some because mm-hmm. um, yeah, that can really distract the mind. But yeah, dude, like meditation's crazy. It t- it takes a while to get into it. Um, it hasn't been actually even just like till five months ago, six months ago, where I really started, actually, it was after my training where I really noticed this, but like, dude, when I try to do a meditation, normally, uh, it takes me a long time to quiet the mind, like officially get it to be like, all right, like I'm chilling, you know, there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of thoughts rolling through anymore. When I was doing like that, that practice, I could sit down and boom, like just drop in, like my thoughts would just stop, Mm. you know, I totally stop. And it was a trip because I I haven't really had that, you know, like even sometimes you're like, okay, no thinking. You're like, fuck, I'm talking to myself. That's thinking like, I need to, you know, it's like, yeah, the monkey mind, dude, it's crazy. But like to actually just get to a point where you're just still like no thoughts coming in, no thoughts going out. Just like, just chilling. You're just right there. You know, it's like, it's crazy. And like being able to access that quickly, it's pretty cool. What waits for you there? I mean, what is beneficial about that? The most beneficial thing about that really is just like clarity of mind, dude. If you're having like, if you can get into that state, espe- like, especially if you have been like going through like a hard time or something, if you can just get into that state, dude, that just like brings everything back to just a chill level. Your heart rate comes back down. Mind relaxes. Like you just drop all that stress. Like in- you, you can't be stressed in that state. Mm. You have to drop it. You is know? that considered somewhat of a flow state? Because flows like to me, flow state to us, it's like when you lose track of time. Mm-hmm. That's when I feel like I'm at my flow state. Is when yeah. I'm doing something and time doesn't matter. To where like if I log out, I look at the clock. I'm like, holy shit! Right. Um, 
is it or is that like maybe the beginning of getting into a flow state yeah that's, that's a tough call i mean i would imagine it is because like you said like with the time like if you can maintain that state of mind time will fly by like really really quick so i would imagine there is a lot of similarity in between those two is there a yeah. name for that like being in that there there mind? is and i i don't know a ton of uh like one guy that i listen to a lot or i haven't listened to much lately but luke story he calls it the void and it's just this area oh, where you just it's just like there's nothing you're 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 officially like you're 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 nothing you're just chilling you know you're just existing right but um it is also like kind of like the first stage of uh, what they would call like Mahamudra, which is like also like being enlightened, right? Where you're blank. You're, uh, it's the Buddhists call it the neutral mind, right? So in all of our lives right now, we see things as good or bad. Like you make a hundred dollars, good. You lose a hundred dollars, bad, you know? Mm. But to them, it's all neutral. There is no good or bad. Like it's just, it, it just is. Like you yeah. lost a hundred dollars. You made a hundred dollars. Okay, it is, you know? And mm. so like my teacher told me that, the teacher of his ashram every time like anything happens he just goes i see i see because he's constantly in this mahamudra straight state mm -hmm. right where he's just like so blissed out and he's not see i'm getting like really into this but like uh he's not collecting karma so like that's what keeps you tied mm -hmm. in their religion or practice is is the karma that you create and karma comes from good and bad right mm -hmm. like that's how you get karma um but when you're not having good and bad, you're not collecting that karma. So your soul isn't really like tied any mm. longer to here, you know? So it's like, it's free to be liberated and move on. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's like the goal they try to get to. And, and I think that's just like the first state, you know, it's yeah. like just yeah. getting there, but then it's like, they live from that state, I guess. I don't know. I mean, right now I'm just hearing about the state Yeah. and, and you just introduced the thought of, not having to be tied to karma and not having mm -hmm. to kind of dip your hands into that. Right. Um, even though it can be so attractive at times, especially good karma. Yeah. And we, and, and you kind of pay that toll just by taking that, by, mm -hmm. you know, um, collecting that, yeah. that good karma yeah. automatically, you are kind of indebted yeah. to, to being balanced. And it's like, have you guys ever heard that story? I've heard on some podcasts where it's, um, it's basically like, I think it's like a guy, uh, he, he lives on a farm and, uh, he's, he's got a son and, uh, you know, all of a sudden it's like, uh, a wild horse comes into his property and he, and he captures it, you know, and then he has like a horse, you know, to tend to the fields and his neighbors are like, oh man, that's so great. Like, wow, how good. He's like, yeah, maybe, you know? And then, uh, like a month later, his son's riding that horse and he falls off and breaks his leg, you know? And they're like, oh man, like what bad luck that horse came to you and look at what it's done. He's like, yeah, well, we'll see. Then it's like a few months later, then the country's going to war, but his son has a broken leg. He's not able to serve. So his son's saved from having to go fight. They're like, oh my God, you're so lucky. He's like, yeah, maybe. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, it's all perspective, right? Yeah. Like, is something really good or bad? Yeah, I don't know. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. And like how, like this whole, as you're saying this, I, it makes me think about our internal, uh, I want to say the, like the word biases, you know, or mm -hmm. prejudices. Like we were talking about, I think last episode of, we see somewhere, we see something in the street, we might we automatically think good, bad, right. or safe, dangerous. Right. Um, but if me personally just thinking, if I'm getting in that state of not even having to put my mind through that, you know, or even thinking mm. about good or bad and just taking things as as what they are, as as they are, um, you save so much brain space yeah. and you feel like there is no sense of debt that mm. you owe because you're not giving anything thought. 
mm-hmm. you know, like how, how freeing must that be to live in that lifestyle to just, you're so present that you're not even worried about what your words just meant. Like you're just worried about the words. Yeah. Himself, does that make yeah. sense? That, that's what, I mean, that's what Eckhart Tolle talks about in the power of now, which is a book basically teaching you about presence. Um, and in the first chapter, he, I, I, I believe it's the first or second chapter. He, he introduces the, um, the identity of the watcher who is uh, somebody mm-hmm. within yourself that yeah. doesn't identify with any of the experiences, any of the possessions or, right. and instead like doesn't even identify with your own thoughts yeah. as and and just yeah. kind of realizes that those are just things that come and go the same farmer with the, with the, uh, with the, the horse, horse right? right? It can come and go. Right. Um, and with that, there's just so much more, yeah, freedom, dude. Mm. I, I imagine. I imagine. And and I have felt it, you know, someone who is I consider myself to be very sensitive to that to those like topics, like they really get me so excited just yeah. talking about um just the unification of the soul, body, mind. Right. Um but I think since I am not so disciplined in chasing that all the time, I have had moments where that kind of just falls onto me right. because I don't have like that that conscious practice on right. it. So sometimes it just happens and I'm like really level-headed or clear-minded and and just like at peace. Mm. And I feel like, I, I feel a total flow, flow state. Like I yeah. step into the vortex. I'm just so into it, into anything. I, I have the answers. I'm, I'm smart, witty, fast thinking, and just like funny. Right. And, and then... On the on the opposite side of the spectrum, sometimes I feel like I can't even get words out. I'm so caught into my stresses of the day, which at the end of the day don't fucking matter. Yeah, um, you're stuck outside I love of the vortex. I love yeah. these fucking conversations. They're great. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I want to touch more on like chakras. You mm-hmm. had mentioned it before. Yeah, and I learned a little bit about the chakras, but what you're saying, I know it's it, there's like seven or something. And they're all internal yeah. here, and I know from my practice um, is. Your mind controls your physiological states. Mm. And I do think that if you close your eyes and really work hard and tell your mind to do something for yourself, it, your body will listen to you. you know? Yeah. Um, did you lo- know about the chakras beforehand, before practicing? And if so, if didn't, what did you learn? And are you like a firmer believer in that spirituality side right. of the chakras? So, or whatever the word is for yeah. together. No, yeah, you're, you're right. Um, before my training, it was, I knew of the chakras, but on a very like, you know, superficial level, um, after I was done, yeah, like we really got into it. So each chakra is like associated with a different kind of like aspect, right? So for example, you've got your root chakra called Muladhara, right? That's like right at the like base of your spine, like almost like, you know, not like, yeah. They say it's close the, the, booty, the first part I mean? that's in the womb, right? That, that's born from us. Is that what it is? Uh, or no? I, you know, I don't know that okay. actually for sure. So I, I yeah. can't confirm that, but like that one is your survival. Like that is uh that's like the most basic survival chakra. Like, so like someone who has a really strong muladhara is someone that like rarely gets sick. Um, you know, just like they're, they're just tough. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like as far as like a genetic level goes. Right. Um, and then you just move up. And so then it's like, uh, Swadhisthana, I think is the second one. And that's like just right above it. And those are more with like the sexual organs. That's like reproduction and stuff. And you go up and you got, um, oh man, I'm going to mess it up. Manipura, Sorry. Manipura. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's like, I agree. that's the solar plexus. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's like willpower, uh, commerce and like the will to like make a living and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, so those are like the bottom three and those are like the base ones. Like, um, 
you know, you, you want to have those activated, but you don't want to just use those ones. Because mm. if you do, you're going to be like an animal. That's how they look at it, right? Mm. Like, all, if you have those three activated, all you do is you you survive, you reproduce, and you make money, and and then you just repeat. And that's mm. it. You're just stuck in that cycle. And you got Anahata. That's the heart. And that's like the combination of all the bottom three and the top three coming mm. together, right? So that's like compassion, you know? Then you got, oh, man. Uh Pop quiz, bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah, shoot, um, shoot it now. Vishuda. Vishuda is the throat. And that's like, so now we're getting into like clarity of speech and stuff. Then you get up to um, An- Ajna, I believe. And that's the uh, one that's basically in the brain. And that deals with like, wi- um, no, intellect. So like smarts, right? Mm-hmm. Then you go up to uh, Sahasrara. That's your the crown. Fuck, yeah, yeah, the crown one. Boom, yeah, I know. and that, that's like <laughs> connection with the divine. That's that's wisdom. That's uh-huh. not just like intellect. That's wisdom, right? So, anyways, yeah, you got to have all those. But like one thing I loved about that, the bottom three are put into a triangle, right? Uh-huh. And it's uh, it's red. Then the top three are in another triangle, and it's uh, facing down, and that's purple, right? Or no, blue. Sorry. And uh, for any Matrix fans, like, what are the colors of the pills? Yeah, the <laughs> red pill, blue pill. Right? Yeah. And it's like, which one are you going to choose? Yeah. So it's it's a trip. Um, also, like, the I know pills. you guys talked about this earlier, but, like, Avatar, Last Airbender. Yeah. Like, dude, shout out. Like, that show is sick. Like, yeah. the stuff they hit on was so good. Mm. Like, I, I've rewatched it with uh, my fiance's younger brothers. And it's just like so good, dude. Yeah, like, it's yeah. crazy. It's like it's like baby feeding you. You don't know at the time yeah, as a yeah. kid. Yeah. But yeah, I recently started watching it again. I think it came on Netflix, Netflix. or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, like, you, you get there's so many life tips there mm-hmm. and so much wisdom that you can yeah. pick up. Yeah. That's so awesome. Especially from the uncle. We're at the uncle. Oh, the uncle, uncle Iro, dude. Iro. Yeah. yeah, he's the business. No, but like, uh, one like in the first episode of Avatar, Iro says like to Zuko, he's like. Uh, firebending he's like remember your breath like that's where your energy comes from and literally energy and so like pranayama that's breath work right but mm-hmm. like prana is both breath and energy because it's, mm-hmm. it's like the same thing so your breath is your energy mm-hmm. so like for example when you do breath retention sometimes you'll notice it's easier to quiet your mind because you're not breathing so you're not creating more energy right and so like we were talking about the book uh breath loss of the sun lost science of or the lost. art of the law science of the lost art yes yeah science by of james the lost nestor art. Oh, shit. Okay. the science of yeah. the lost art breath by james nestor yeah. yellow book yeah little dots everywhere like picturing the lungs right it's like yeah lungs with all little av alveoli and colors yeah and like we'll link in bio shameless plug yeah dude it, it's <laughs> have to read that book like uh for me it was great because i got all the like holistic side of like prana and energy and all this but then you read this book and it's like no like legit when you breathe like your lungs are actually creating energy for your body from the breath that you're breathing. Like it's proven. Dang. Like you, that is actual energy. And now we can, we can prove that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, hundred percent. That's what I love that, that science is catching up to these holistic mm-hmm. arts yeah. that have been around for thousands yeah. and hun- hundreds yeah. of thousands of years. It, it's a, thousands. Yeah. What, like the thing is, is like so many people knew about it because, and maybe, um, you know, this, this group of yogis in, uh, I think it was like Northern India, uh, were the, maybe the first ones to find it. Right. But then like you get the Chinese and they have chi, right. And Mm -hmm. like chi is the same thing, dude. They have a practice called qigong and that's like Chinese yoga. Right. But it's like, you're doing breathing practices, right. With it, you know, like even Tai Chi and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, they have that. I think even there's like a word in Hebrew for it. There's a, like a native American language that has the same kind of like word for breath, but also like energy. 
trip. Dang. Yeah. I wish fucking Latinos and Mexicans had what one. Do Maybe they do. Or maybe the Aztecs had one. I just what know that. Got? I mean, I grew up Catholic, so our breath was prayer. Uh, but I quickly yeah. left that uh, <laughs> practice. Um, not left. I just didn't practice anymore. Yeah. I, like same thing as you. Like we yeah. talked about it earlier. Grew up Catholic. Did the yeah. whole baptism, communism. But I'm spiritual now. I don't consider myself any religion. Just more so spiritual. Um, it's all about faith, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of those. I, I would say all religions are pointing towards that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Having that inner alignment. But I mean, naturally, just having the human touch on it, it the message can be tainted. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and and kind of. By default, driven it, driven yeah. a different way. Yeah, um, yeah, which is the same reason I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Yeah. Grew up Catholic, and and I actually, uh, as a as a as a teenager, I felt like as if I was failed by the, by the church. So I took a whole step away from uh, not just religion but yeah, spirituality. Yeah, right, I was just right. like, oh, I want to shut that out. I didn't have a good experience with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like a part of me was just like, yo, dude, like, how can you ever shut that out and still be a happy? human being yeah so that's how i kind of started um um learning and having that curiosity uh about just spirituality within yeah. myself um yeah that's awesome man yeah um any are you a big are you are you an active reader uh yeah although my books mainly stay kind of in this category of like i guess quote unquote like self-help slash like development uh, yeah development, development and also like health as well like um uh i got pretty into um like genius foods by max lugavir and that was on basically like an intermittent intermittent fasting and like kind of like a keto diet um but yeah you know and then like dave asprey like read some of his um do you guys uh do you know uh mind valley uh vision lulakalani dude listen to the podcast super good and uh actually has a great meditation called the six phase meditation okay super super good um yeah you guys love it and so yeah i like i i read one of his books and yeah that's kind of what i go on what were you gonna say no, I was gonna say if you wanted to dive into your intermittent fasting a little bit, just because yeah. we tried it, or at least I tried my, we tried a twenty-four tried hour it, fasting. Okay, I was yeah, there. David tried it. <laughs> okay, and, and like you know, it was hard for, it was hard for me, but I like sucked through it. But like I had been practicing days before, mm. where David just went cold turkey. Oh, okay. And he works in an environment where food's readily available. I work at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's so it's tough. Yeah, right, right there. I'm like, oh man, that that would be hard. Um, so yeah, so like and. 2018 or uh maybe it's early 2017 because i finished uh uh university a little bit earlier being that i had done uh courses at community college so anyways i was up in davis uh studying late every night eating super late every night having coffee at 12 o'clock at night you know i just like stupid you know i shouldn't be doing it just full on college yeah yeah yeah. like doing what you can to get through it you know um procrastinating as always um just fucking superpower yeah and so straight up probably was like 2.30, I want to say, like somewhere around like 2.30 when That's I was up there. That's your heaviest? Yeah, yeah. It, it, even like actually when I was playing football, I think I got 2.35. That was like the mm. heaviest I got. So, um, yeah, and then like I wasn't working out. So it was like I was, just, I was doing acro, which is great. But, yeah. So, anyways, uh, finished school, came down, was going to work that summer with my dad. And I was like, cool, like I'm, I'm going to get on a healthy diet, you know. So read this book, got into like the keto a little bit. But it was like because uh, there's a few different versions of keto and this was like more like a clean keto so not like bacon and all you know but mm, like the fat keto. yeah right like good fats but also with like some good veggies and all that stuff um so anyways yeah so what i would do is like wake up uh first hour was just like me doing like some stuff to get myself going in the morning but not consuming anything and then the first thing i would consume would either be 
plain coffee or a bulletproof coffee, which for those who don't know, it's uh, basically grass-fed butter, uh, MCT oil, and then you can put collagen in there as well and a few other things. Uh, but anyway, so you're trying to stay in that ketosis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would go till 1130, 12 o'clock without eating. And then I would have my first meal. Uh, and then on top of that, I'm doing like physical labor, uh, air conditioning. Uh, so there was also that. And then I would come home and right away I would put something on the stove. So it was always like some kind of like a really good protein, like grass fed beef or wild caught salmon or something of this sort. Right. Uh, I would put like a filet of like salmon in and then I would cut up some Brussels sprouts, something else, you know, and then like throw a little bit of seasoning in there, cap it, you know, and put it on like a really, really low heat, go shower, get all done, blah, 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 come back. That's like my last meal. And that was at like no later than six o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then so I'd chill until I went to bed without consuming anything. And then I would wake up and just repeat, right? Now on the weekends, I would kind of like allow myself to have some freedom. <sighs> It'll wreck your stomach, dude. Like oh, I'm just yeah. gonna, hey, I'm gonna be honest. Like so weekdays you were having one meal? Two meals. Two meals. Two meals okay, total, okay, yeah. Okay. Um and it all like as clean as I could get them. Yeah. Lunchtime, sometimes it wouldn't be so clean because you're just like out working. You gotta get eat what you, you can. can get. Yeah. yeah. Um, so but on top of that, I'm also working, you know, so yeah. it's like uh, you're burning a lot of calories too. But then on the weekend, whew, man, like go out. Like I think one time we went and got like Korean barbecue, like all you could eat, you know? And this is like, you know, like the meat's probably not the highest quality, obviously. Right. And so, man, the next morning you're just like, that's the... yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> um, but it was interesting to see that, uh, like kind of how that would affect me. Um, but ba- basically long story short, I think I dropped down to like 197. Awesome. over like Almost three months or something like that I don't, yeah so like and like at the at one point i was losing like a pound a day wow. for sure wow. like I, I would weigh myself every morning and it was like boom boom just dropping like crazy so uh started getting to a point though where i was like okay how far am i gonna take this you know yeah. and then it but what's cool is like when i stopped i still eat relatively healthy and clean but I'm at, like I said, like probably 215 and I haven't gone above that. And that's like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm chilling. I'm eating like you look freely. Good. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. You great. Yeah. Thank you guys. Like really good. <laughs> like, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So fasting started because you, you intentionally wanted to drop some weight. Yeah. Drop the weight. And you're like, all right, I feel good now. So it's back to normal. Yeah. What's your, what's your diet like now? Or at least your, um, your diet schedule. Okay. Right. Um, I still try to not eat anything in the morning until usually my first meal is like no earlier than 11 o'clock now Mm. i don't i I make sure that at least two times a week i do eat a breakfast uh Mm. within like the first two hours of waking up and that's just to like trick the system you know so it's like your body's not really getting too accustomed to one thing or another um and I'll, i'll still do bulletproof sometimes in the morning Uh, i like to get that collagen protein in there uh i just put like l l glutathione or something like that it's something good for the joints okay uh but yeah and so i'll do that um and then you know i let myself like i'm not on a strict diet where like oh i can't eat that you know because it's not like in my diet but you know overall i try to keep it pretty clean uh if i am going to eat meat i try to keep it pretty clean um like grass-fed beef organic chicken something of the sort wild-caught uh salmon uh but yeah like i I have some play in there you know and and uh but yeah, it's just like, I try to keep it as organic and also like, not like kind of plant-based for the most part, but I, I do keep the the protein in there. I'm not, I'm not like 
for example, like the yogic diet is like no meat at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they go by the ahimsa, which is like nonviolent. Were you not eating uh, meat when you were in Dude, those yeah. three, two months? Yeah. Of so intensive... they had a, they, they did serve fish. So oh, okay. I would eat some fish, no, but no. Uh, yeah, it was all veget- like vegetarian slash vegan dude yeah mm-hmm. it was a trip like it, it the food was so like there were chefs cooking it you know it was like yeah. super good so i wasn't missing anything um but yeah it was really interesting because like going the monastic like the monastic route like there's a what is it Bra- no i can't brought machardi or something like that which is no sex like for mm-hmm. men right like no no sex uh that's like your life power like you don't want to release that. That's uh, you want to keep that in your body. Like it helps you get to higher levels. Um, eating clean, like no violence. You know, like you don't want to eat meat because it's like death, right, yeah. or whatever. So like no, no doing that. Just like a, even like we're supposed to do like certain meditations during our sleep. Um, so like you're not thinking of like unpure things. Now this is like very monastic, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting because like then on the flip side for girls it's actually okay to have sex. Like the girls should actually be having sex because that's like allowing them to get to hot. Like it, it opens them up and it allows them uh-huh. to like go higher up. Whereas a guy, that's like your life energy. That's your life force. Like you don't want to release too much of that. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. How do you enforce that at the monastery? You, you just don't have sex. Like you're, well, you're, you're in your own cave. You know, uh, like okay. you're not making con. like you can't even talk to people, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah I see. Yeah. I kind of love that because it puts more power to women because I think yes. more often than not, w- like, women are not supposed to have sex. You know, mm-hmm. like, in, in this society, it's like, no, dude, go have all the sex in the world mm-hmm. that you want to have. That and, empowers you. Yeah, that empowers you. And, Hell like, yeah. for it to say that it t- it degrades men, um, it kind of turns the tables on, like, what society believes now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's okay for guys to sleep around. No, it's not. You know, it's right. okay to girls sleep around. Yeah, yeah, why not? You know? Right. Yeah. Um, but... To think that, and that's how, like, that's a practice that's been going on for thousands of years. Yeah. You know? Um, they fucking just have it right everywhere else. Yeah. But here. All right, dude. Let's move out of here. Let's get the <laughs> yeah. fuck out let's of here. Let's go to India. 19 days. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 19J trial for 200 bucks. There you that's, go. That's yeah. what it's going <laughs> to cost us. Um, if you guys want to sponsor our trip to India, uh, we'll do a GoFundMe. <laughs> there you go. We got our Patreon at the, at the bottom. Yeah. No, I'm Crash talk. One of these days, <laughs> we'll have it on there. Um, but fuck yeah. So, yeah. I'm fucking stoked. Yeah. Um, this is a great ass conversation. And I think yeah. me and David don't like we sometimes talk about it ourselves, like spirituality and like, you know, the practice of meditation and journaling, but I feel like the door in my mind opens up a lot more when someone else brings that to the table. Someone who is active who has actively practiced it and still is. Yeah. Um is really refreshing yeah. for us to for us to listen to. So thank you for coming on, dude. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, guys, this is Evan. Evan. Yo, any plugs you want to say? Anyone you want to shout out? Any anything at all? Okay, the floor is yours, brother. Yep. Okay, gotta give a shout out to my fiance Ashley Alvarez. Shout uh, out Ashley. She is probably ninety percent of the reason that I started traveling, and uh, actually, definitely the reason I got into yoga, got into acro yoga. Um, and yeah so owe a lot to her and then aside from that uh go check out our instagram i believe it's earth and air living uh and uh we just got on tiktok earth and air acro um we have our teachable uh earth and air acro as well uh just look at the link in the bio and yeah thank you guys thank you for having me on fuck yeah yeah. Yeah. uh real quick because i'm curious where did you meet ashley yeah, yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll throw this in. It's a good <laughs> yeah. one. Because um, maybe yeah, there are good. other people wanting to find Ashley's, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, actually, I met her I met her in high school. Uh, oh, okay. Last, 
go back like, to high school quarter guys. of high school <laughs> and we had a class together and she was actually she had a boyfriend at the time mm. but i sat across from her mm. and uh yeah, said, then, that's not a problem uh, yeah <laughs> no no they, they broke up uh on their own no yeah. no intervention um and then uh yeah like a couple like a couple months after graduation we just like got in touch and just went from there nice yeah fuck yeah yeah, yeah. so find yourself a high school sweetheart or a college sweetheart. Yeah. Wherever, where, whoever you vibe with, man. You know, yeah. like, just be yourself, like, and someone that you want to grow with. Like, I think that's that's the biggest thing is just, like, have common goals and, and interests, and that's going to go far. Yeah. You see this advice over I here? I love it, man. Dude. We're going to have you back on. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, man. I'll, like, anytime, guys. Fuck Our yeah. buddy Evan, right, thank you guys so much. Crash Talk, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Love you. All right, deuce.